Good morning, good morning, my friends. Ah, every time I start this podcast, I get this little uh, uh, anxiousness or stress ball going on, and I say, "This, this, this, this is what passion is about." You know, you get those uh, uh, wet hands, and your heart starts palpitating. Your in your stomach, it's going like this, and that's the subject today: passion. How does passion finally pay off? Well, if you're going to share the podcast, which I really pray you will share the podcast, this is what I want you to write on top. Where are you on the passion meter? Okay, and then share it. So let me give you a quick story while you guys are sharing. Again, share on your group, share on every every everywhere you're at. It's not complicated. And then some of them you'll probably send in private messenger. So I'm going to share you a quick story. Annie Marchand, many, many, many years ago, and Melanie Beauchamp, many, many, many years ago, probably over 15 years ago, because both are 18 years in Tupperware, uh, did the same challenge, if you wish, because we know when you change your mindset, and your perspective on life, I'll say at the end, and I'll repeat it at the end, is sky is not the beginning, but rather uh, sky is not the limit, but rather sky is only the beginning, right? So you can change your mindset. You're on the podcast, you're doing your conditioning, you're reading books, you're, you're you know, great. Okay, number two, we know we have to practice our skills. In every domain, we have specific skills we have to develop. A scale is like skating, right? So. You practice the scale and you're a great skater now. Great. You've got that checked off. Okay. Number three, you know, we covered at the conference on Saturday, you need to develop systems, a system on where you're going to skate every single day or every other day. Melanie was in Australia. She got her system going to go swimming. She loves swimming. She's passionate about swimming. So it fits you make it fit. So when people say, I don't have time, I call it a poor man's mentality statements such as I don't have time, poor man's mentality. It's I need to fit it in a system so I get to do it. So that's great. So we know that, that that's great. Okay. And we're good at strategizing, but believe it or not, even with all of that in place, you can still not achieve the highest level of yourself. Why? Because the operation is a success. Mindset is good. Your abilities are being developed. Your systems are in place. You're being strategic, but there's missing one element, which is the passion. Without passion, it will never pay off. Without passion, you'll never, Mel, uh, Monique, you'll never make $400,000 selling plastic without passion. <laughs> Did you get it last night? I can't wait for tonight, okay? So there's this one element that's called passion. Okay, this is, it's the purpose. This is where it's about changing lives. So at the end of that one year where Annie and Melanie did the exact same work, they, you know, everything was, was a one, two, three to perfection. Melanie Beauchamp was still at an average great results, director numbers of 20,000 a year, at 20,000 a month. But Annie Marchand had just hit her first $100,000 income. Same work. The difference between the two, one was with passion, and passion can only be born out of vision, where you're going with a vision board. But I'll talk more about it later. I'm going to let Dr. Melanie Miller, okay, explain 
how passion finally pays off. And hang on a second. What is our astronaut, Marie-Pierre Tetreault, going to do? Well, what she does best, she's going to make us go through a passion meter and check out our passion. So maybe some of us might realize, whoa, I just need to step up the passion thing. So Melanie, with no further ado, take it away. Thank you, Maria. And uh, I hope everybody is hearing me on podcast and yes. Okay, it's the first time that I've done the podcast back in my office. Actually, it's much more comfortable doing it here than uh, trying to get myself organized in Australia. So how can passion pay off financially? Um, because that basically is the, uh, the end in mind. You want to be able to follow your passion to be able to make a living from it. That would be the ideal for everyone. So when you were at school and you were asked, what did you like best to do at school? Everybody gives different answers. Now I can imagine that Maria probably said recess, right? And you know, that is because <laughs> she, she is an extremely sociable and wants to get to know you person. And really she's followed that passion all her life. But maybe you would have said, um, Jim, okay, or maybe you would have said, like Alan and me, science, or maybe I actually, you know, people would say to me, what do you like best about school? Well, yes, I love the, the subject of science, but I loved being a leader. I loved being the house captain. I loved being the, the captain of my class. I loved all that sort of side of things. So, you know, as your life goes on, you um, realize that maybe some of those things that you felt when you were at school, they turn into your passions. And I know Alan had such a passion for science that he even taught himself and his friend. So there were two of them who followed science at their school where there was no science teacher. It was in such a poor area of uh, the UK. They had no teacher for science, but these two guys, they were passionate and they wanted to do science. And what do you know, they managed to teach themselves to get to the level where one of them went to university to do pharmacy, which was Alan, and the other one went to university to do ophthalmology. And this guy became, I mean, I'm going to tell you about Alan's career, but just as a side, this guy also with a passion of science became the head of um, a school of not, not just ophthalmology, but of science um, at Hull University in England. So following your passion from an early age can lead to financial gain. So, um, Alan and I were both passionate about science and we, we wanted to both have a career with it, not just study it. We both through different routes followed our passion to end up back at university after we'd qualified as pharmacists to do PhDs. And it was during these studies at different universities we'd never met until this point that we met. Alan's incredible ability to learn and retain knowledge and his personal drive to continually improve processes allowed him to progress through his industry to the point where he was ex paid extremely well for his passion. It was not always like that. 
And for anyone studying a PhD, you know that you are without income for at least seven years of your life from the time you start your degree until you get your uh, PhD. And when Alan and I got married, we had a mortgage for 95% because in those days you could actually get that and they would give you a mortgage based on your potential income, not something that they will do these days. We both gave a lot of time to our jobs and we um, studied around the job, we attended seminars, we attended graduate trainings, like we put in hours and hours of extracurricular work to make our, um, our uh, jobs um, more beneficial to everybody around us. And then we had the offer to go to Australia. So, you know, it was an opportunity opportunities don't come around very often and we believed that it was better to take an opportunity than to wonder what would have happened if and so that is the way we have always looked at our lives australia was amazing for both of us we thrived in an environment that that um challenged us. Our science was in action every day. We had a massive learning task as we just we became um, chiefs in a factory that was small, but we had to be masters of everything. We couldn't just focus on a tiny little path that we uh, used to have. It was exhilarating, it was exhausting, and it was exciting. Our ink, as our income increased, unfortunately, so did our mortgage because we ended up paying 18%, right? So you guys who um, say, oh, my mortgage has gone up to 4%, 18% uh -huh. the mortgage went up to for a while in the, in, uh, the 90s. And um, we had to work really hard to make sure that we were constantly improving and advancing. So just four years after we arrived in Australia, Alan, I was head of quality assurance in one division of the factory and Alan was head of production in another division in the factory. So in four years, we had gone from simple graduate employees entering the factory to basically running the show. That was the passion driving us to do it. Alan's passion for science and continual improvement allowed continuous growth until he was running the whole factory. In 2001, we were offered another opportunity to come to Canada. So guess what? You have to take the opportunity. <laughs> we came here for three years. Oops, I've gone mute here. Um, we came here for three years and, um, you know, now we've been here for 20 years, 22 years actually this year. Oh, yeah. Alan continued to rise in his career. His biggest frustration always being the politics and constant demands on cost cutting. Um, he was not always um, 
allowed to come up with the best solutions because he always had to be within the confines of uh, the business. And that is obviously the disadvantage of, of working for somebody else. His love and passion for science eventually amounted to a salary of about $300,000 a year. Okay. Now that is not a salary that many okay. people have the opportunity to achieve. Okay. And what about me? I couldn't, couldn't continue in my chosen career because um, we had a family. We had a family and okay. when we arrived in Canada, okay. I had no right to work. And I realized, although I tried working for somebody for a while, that working for somebody else and working to somebody else's hours did not allow me to bring my family up in the way that I wanted. So I needed to be flexible. I needed to be passionate. I needed to be financially comfortable. So looking at the favorite things that I loved when I was at school, I loved all the leadership things. So it's not really surprising to me that I now find myself in a totally different environment and that I am following my passion in a different line. Yes. The science is still there. I still love it. Um, but I didn't fall into Tupperware by chance. In Tupperware, I found a new passion which drives me every day a passion to change other people's lives or how I like to look at it is lead them to other choices. And what I love about doing what I do now is I'm leading people all the time to make different choices, maybe choices they didn't even realize they have. My passion for science and all the work I did with that shows me that we need for all of us to change the way we live, to, to protect our precious planet, to use different ways to cook, to reduce the amount of wastage we're producing. And of course, to remove a lot of uh, single use plastics. And you know, one of the things that was really exciting for me when I was in Australia is they have got rid of all plastic forks, knives, spoons, none of that is allowed. They use wood now. So you get little utensils made out of thin wood. And that for me is a really uh, something that we all need to think about doing. So following this new passion has resulted in me having an income of over 120,000 for a few years. Um, it allows Alan and I to have a comfortable retirement. And Alan's new passion is running. And he runs and he not only runs, he does a podcast on running books and he runs a little business which is called Go Running. So when you come to Montreal and you want to go for a run, you can sign up with Alan and he'll take you on a tour of running. So my question to all of you is, what did you really enjoy at school? And are you following your passion? So that's it from me. So over to you, Mary. Thank you, Melanie. And I just want you to know, Jacqueline, write in the comments. So it's something that is happening right now in Canada. So single-use plastic is 
and nearly banned <laughs> in Canada too. So that's good. <laughs> we love it. Okay, so now we want to know exactly uh, are you really a passionate person or did you need do you need a little bit help about the passion? So let's start with the five statements that you will rate yourself zero, one, or two. Zero is no, one somewhat, and two, yes. So let's start with the number one. So number one, I can think of nothing I would rather do more than see my dream fulfilled. So zero, one or two. Number two. Wait a second. I two, think about... Wait, two is... Yes. Okay, okay, say more. <laughs> zero is no. One, somewhat. Two, yes. <laughs> okay, number two. I think about my dream every day and often wake up or fall asleep thinking about it. Zero, one, or two. <laughs> number three. Even if I believe I could not completely fulfill my dream, I would still be excited about the pursuit of it. So zero one or two number four this dream has been consistently important to me for at least a year <laughs> okay so people you can see maria but she looks like a peace and love because she's doing the two but like that <laughs> Number five, when it comes to my dream, I display more initiative than I do in any other part of my life. Okay, so now you have a total out of 10. So what is your total? So of course, if you have more than six, that's a good sign. So you already have your dream compel you to follow it. So that's good. But to really follow your dream, you have to become an expert in that area of your life. So to become an expert, yes, you have to develop passion. You have to develop grit. You have to have that uh, mindset, uh, to have a growth mindset. And of course, you have to train with your focus. So yes, it's all something that you need to have to become an expert in that area of your life to uh, really accomplish your dream. So you have to <laughs> see how passionate are you about your dream. Because now you have an idea, but what is exactly? So yes, there's a passion meter that we can use. So do you wake up in the morning and go to bed thinking about your dream? Are you willing to pursue it even if you cannot make a living at it? Are you willing to plug away at it, improving your skill and attitude for more than a decade before others recognizing you for it? So how can we see exactly what is your passion and your passion skills. So let's start to see which one describes you the most. So think about your dream and we will start with the passion skills. So there's 10 steps. So you just answer yes or no. And for the first yes, that should be an idea of where you are now. Okay. So really you wait before it's really something that describes you the most. Okay, so level one, think about your dream. Oh, I would rather have a root canal without anesthesia. So yes or no, is it you? 
<laughs> Level two. I've put it on my list of least favorite things. <laughs> Level three. I go out of my way to avoid it. Level four. I prefer not to think about it. Level five. I can take it or leave it. Level six. I enjoy it as one of my many interests. Level seven. <laughs> I am fired up by it and often preoccupied with it. Level eight. <laughs> Maria is looking how to say yes or no. <laughs> She's confused. Okay, so remember, you have to wait until you have the one that really describes you. Not just, oh, yes, something that I know. No, no, the most. <laughs> so, level eight. I willingly sacrifice other important things for it. Level nine. I cannot imagine my life without my dream. And level 10, my passion is so hot that it sets other people on fire. <laughs> so, yes, maybe you say, oh, yes, maybe this one or this one. But you will have that big yes when you know it's that level that you have, that you have achieved now. So if you score eight and above, that's good if you are lower than an eight. So your dream might be in trouble. So a <laughs> willingness to sacrifice is merely the entry point for having enough passion to achieve a dream. So anything less, and it might not be enough to keep you going. And that brings up another important aspect of passion. So staying power. So being on fire about your dream won't be enough if you can't keep that fire going. So if you're like most people, you will have to follow your passion a long time before you receive any external reward for it. So if your passion level is 8, 9 or 10, you're in good shape. But if it's not, you, doesn't mean that you're doomed. It doesn't uh, mean that uh, you can uh, have that dream that will uh, be completed. So uh, if you don't feel highly compelled to follow your dream, will you uh, never see it come to friction? No, not necessarily. But <laughs> of course, there's a chance that you will need uh, to um, revise your dream and revisit the ownership and the reality question that we already cover. So what is great about tomorrow running is that we will go into a few tips to develop your passion. So maybe you are now a six or a seven. So how you can become a level eight, nine and 10 about your dream. We'll cover this tomorrow morning. Oh, I loved it. I loved it because it's so, so true. 40 years. Now, Melanie Miller, who do you know that has lasted 40 years? And every year it's like more and more and more because the further up you go, the further up you can see you can go. So in closing, what I would love to tell everyone, passion is the fuel that inspires and drives people towards specific goals, no matter how unlikely or difficult they might be. Absolutely. I'm the living proof of it. And I was sharing, you know, the, this morning in the mastermind, you can, and I'll repeat, you can, uh, develop all your skills you can um have all the systems in place you can think strategically you can you can you can you can you can but 
without passion, without passion, nothing happens. So it generates the enthusiasm needed to plow through the biggest obstacles and overcome the most difficult challenges. It inspires loyalty, teamwork, hard work from others. No, but seriously, those in my multi-level marketing business, as I was writing this down, I said, this is us, this is us. We're a bunch of hardworking people. Like sometimes I, I, I watch everything Melanie Miller you do, Monique you do, Marie-Pierre, like Julie, like all, all our high performers. I mean, how do you, you know, Melissa, how do you do this? Well, it's because there's passion around. So even if we're tired, we still keep doing it. Unlike skill, knowledge, or the other factors, which are important, passion will always be king. So I've seen my mother with zero systems in place. My mother was the most disorganized woman I have ever known in my life. Zero, zero systems. You know what it means when there's no systems and you're running a career? It means you're a mess all the time. It means you're late everywhere. But she had passion. She had passion. So yes, it was a mess everywhere. Like for God's sake, it was such a mess everywhere. I remember once we, we had a wedding but we had no clothes to wear at the wedding. And I have a picture of that wedding with the clothes she finally scrambled together to make. We, we look like the children from West Side Story, you know, living in the, anyways, that's another story because she didn't have systems. Nevertheless, she became number one, okay? Uh, we paid a big cost for it at home, but no regrets because the, the work ethic was ingrained in us. So passion is an overwhelming drive to reach your goals. It is the one factor that unites all successful, successful people. I'm a fan of Michael Jordan. I'm a fan of Michael Phelps. Oh my God, two Michaels. Okay. I, I'm a fan, especially when it comes to sport, because I know how hard they have to work to be the number one in their field. I'm a fan of Messi. I'm a fan of Ronaldo. Like, you know, this is me. Why? Well, I love what Michael Jordan, I fell on this this morning, and I absolutely love what he says. The greatest thing about basketball is the passion and the love I have for it. When you have love for anything, you will go to the extreme to maintain that level of performance and to be the best at anything in your field. And you will continually strive to beat your better self. Passion is what powers my hard work, determination, and clarity of what my next accomplishment is gets me up and going every single day. And it reminds you of anybody here. I'm sure every one of you have somebody that, that you can think of. Work on your mindset, absolutely. Shift your perspective from work being drudgery to work making an impact in the world. Change the way you see work. Uh, because if you change the way you see work, you'll never work another day in your life. Work equals achieving goals, dream lives. Having a, vi having a vision board helps 100%. You know I'm a fan of vision boards. I'm a fan of 100 goals. I'm a fan of your writing your end in mind. Be careful with who you hang around. The other note I wrote down here is birds of a feather flock together. I'm very careful for making sure that I speak to my 2080. And now I have this new thing going on, my, my uh, development meeting. So I'm making sure I'm flying with the right birds. It doesn't sound too sexy, but anyways, I'm trying to align it with a sentence, right? Anyways, do what's aligned with where you're going. So delegate the rest or dump it. Absolutely. Crush your limiting beliefs. Sky is only the beginning and not sky's the limit. How many times have you used sky's the limit? 
Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. No, 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 no. Sky is the beginning. Take a look over the sky. There's universes, galaxies. Like I, I, like I can't even begin to think what happens once we're able to see that sky is only the beginning. There's a whole universe waiting for us. Hard work doesn't pay off. Passionate hard work pays off. Okay, hard work doesn't pay off. Passionate hard work pays off. So love what you do and do what you love. It's like an, a, a combination of the five books we're reading right now. Guys, I love you. And if you're not part of the group Inspiration, the Millionaire of the Diamonds, get on it. Because I know that right now Marie-Pierre is putting that document. And I know Jacqueline Stockley is going to do a whole segment on passion and I love reading her stuff and once again Lise Matthew thank you for welcoming people thank you for sharing thank you for being here and one day we will be famous and they're gonna say oh you guys are so lucky no hard work with passion I will get that button like this one day bye bye everyone thank you